Welcome to the second episode of Court Zone, a podcast for children. I'm Courtney Archer, and coming up on the show today, we have Guess the Movie Review. We also have story time and what's going on around Wellington this week. Oh, MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on that farm he had a sheep, E-I-E-I-O, with a bird here and a bird there, here a bird, here a bird everywhere, bird, bird. Oh, MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, Oh, MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on that farm he had a pig, E-I-E-I-O, with a here and a all our animals made today. How about a pig? Can you remember what sound a pig makes? Oink, oink. Or what about a dog? We all know dogs go woof, 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 woof. And a sheep. Car pie, everybody. Time to take a seat for story time, story time with Courtney. Take a seat for story time on the floor. The classic story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, read by Courtney Archer. Once upon a time, in a great castle, a prince's daughter grew up happily and content, in spite of her jealous stepmother. She was very pretty, with blue eyes and long black hair. Her skin was delicate and fair, and so she was called Snow White. Though her stepmother was a wicked woman, she too was very beautiful, and a magic mirror told her this every single day whenever she asked it. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the loveliest lady in the land? And the mirror would always reply, you are your majesty. Until one dreadful day she heard it say, Snow White is the loveliest in the land. The stepmother was furious and wild with jealousy. She began plotting to get rid of Snow White. Calling one of her servants, she told him she would give him a rich reward to take Snow White into the forest, far away from the castle. Then, unseen, he was to put her to death. The greedy servant, attracted to the reward, agreed to do this deed, and he led the sweet little girl away. However, when he came to that fatal spot, the man's courage betrayed him, and leaving Snow White sitting beside a tree, he mumbled an excuse and ran off. And there was Snow White, left alone in the forest. Night came, but the servant did not return. Snow White was alone in the dark forest and began to cry bitterly. She thought she could feel terrible eyes spying on her, and she heard strange sounds and rustling that made her heart thump. At last, overcome by tiredness, she fell asleep under a tree. Snow White slept fitfully, waking from time to time, scared and staring into the darkness around her. Several times she thought she felt something or somebody touch her as she slept. At last, dawn woke the forest to the song of birds, and Snow White too awoke. A whole world was stirring to life, and the little girl was glad to see how silly her fears had been. 
However, the thick trees were like a wall around her, and as she had tried to find out where she was, she had come upon a path. She walked along it till she came to a clearing. There stood a strange cottage with tiny doors and tiny windows and a tiny chimney pot. Everything about the cottage was tiny. Snow White pushed the little door open. I wonder who lives here, she said to herself, peeping through the kitchen. What tiny plates and what tiny spoons. There must be seven of them. The table is laid for seven people. Upstairs was a bedroom with seven little beds. Going back into the kitchen, Snow White had an idea. I'll make them something to eat. When they come home, they'll be glad for to find a meal ready. Towards dusk, seven tiny men marched homewards singing. But when they opened the door, to their surprise, they found a bowl of hot steaming soup on the table. Upstairs was Snow White, fast asleep in one of the beds. The chief dwarf prodded her gently. <coughs> Who are you? he asked. Snow White told them her sad story, and tears sprang into the dwarf's eyes. Then one of them said as he snuffled, You can stay here with us. Hooray! Hooray! they cheered, dancing joyfully around the little girl. The dwarf said to Snow White, you can live here and tend to the house and we'll go down to the mine and work and don't worry about your stepmother leaving you in the forest. We love you and we'll take care of you. Snow White was grateful and accepted their hospitality. The next morning the dwarves set off for work, but they warned Snow White not to open the door to anyone. Meanwhile, the servant had returned to the castle with the heart of a roe deer. He gave it to the cruel stepmother, telling her it belonged to Snow White, so that he could claim the reward money. Highly pleased, the stepmother returned to the magic mirror, but her hopes were dashed as the mirror replied, The loveliest lady in the land is still Snow White, who lives in the seven dwarves' cottage down in the forest. The stepmother was beside herself in rage. She must die, she must die, she screamed. Disguising herself as an old peasant woman, she put a poisoned apple in a basket with many other apples. Then, taking the quickest way into the forest, she crossed the swamp at the edge of the trees and reached the bank unseen, just as Snow White stood waving goodbye to the seven dwarves on their way to the mine. Snow White was in the kitchen when she heard the sound. Who's there? she called suspiciously, remembering the dwarves' advice. I'm an old peasant woman selling apples. I don't need any apples, but thank you. But they're so beautiful and ever so juicy, said the voice coming from outside the door. Oh, um, I'm not supposed to open the door to anyone. And quite right too. Good girl, if you promise not to open the door to strangers, then of course you can't buy. You are a good girl indeed, and as a reward for being so good, I'm going to gift you one of my apples. Without further thought, Snow White opened the door just a tiny crack to take the apple. There, now isn't that a nice apple? Snow White bit into the fruit, and as she did, fell to the ground faint. Now, chuckling evilly, the wicked stepmother hurried off. She ran back across the swamp and tripped and fell into quicksand. No one heard her cries for help, and she disappeared without a trace. Meanwhile, the dwarves came out of the mine to find the sky had grown dark and stormy. Thunderclouds echoed through the valleys, and streaks of lightning ripped across the sky. 
Worried about Snow White, they ran as quick as they could down the mountain into the cottage. There they found Snow White lying still and lifeless, the poisoned apple by her side. They did their best to bring her back to life, but it was no use. They wept and wept for a long time. Then they laid her on a bed of petal roses and carried her into the forest and put her in a crystal coffin. Each day they laid flowers there. Then, one evening, they discovered a strange young man admiring Snow White's lovely face through the glass. After listening to the story, the prince, for he was a prince, made a suggestion. If you allow me to take her to the castle, I'll call a famous doctor to awaken her from this particular sleep. She's so lovely. I'd love to kiss her. He did, and as though by magic, the prince's kiss broke the spell. To everyone's astonishment, Snow White had opened her eyes. She had amazingly come back to life. Now in love, the prince asked Snow White to marry him, and the dwarves sadly had to say goodbye to Snow White. From that day on, Snow White lived happily ever after in a great castle, but from time to time she was drawn back to visit the little cottage down in the forest. If this is some kind of practical joke, it's not funny! And I know funny! I'm a clownfish! To infinity! And beyond! Dad, we're pals, right? Right. And we'll always be together, right? Oh, you're melting! Some people are worth melting for. Now it's time for our movie review. I'm wondering whether you can guess the trailer this week. This I haven't seen in years. This is wonderful. The child is in love with a prince. Have you lost your senses completely? He's a human. You're a mermaid. Teenagers, you give them an inch, they swim all over you. What's your name? What's wrong? You can't speak? Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. So this is one of my favourite movies of all time. Do you know what it is? It's The Little Mermaid! My favourite all-time movie. Well, one of them. I love this movie. I think it's good for any age group at any time. 10 out of 10, the music's great, everything about it is fantastic. Walt Disney is one of the most creative producers of his time and the whole movie is great. It's about a little mermaid who just wants to be human because she falls in love with a human and so she sells her soul to a wicked witch down in the sea so that she can have legs. It's still a great movie and I will always love watching it. I all hope you enjoyed the Santa Parade last weekend. And coming up around Wellington this week, we have some awesome things going on. Like every Tuesday morning at 10am, you can head to Java Dance Classes. Jump, twirl, shake and explore in fun dance classes for kids. At Capital E, number 4 Queen's Wharf. Only $5 and ideal for 3 to 5 year olds. Also, Christmas is coming to Wellington City Libraries this year. We want to get in the festive spirit with you and your family at 12 story times of Christmas. Catch a sleigh ride to your local library between December 7th and 18th for the special festive family story time. The special event is running on at all 12 libraries around the Wellington region. These story times are free and perfect for the whole family. No bookings required, just turn up. Go to eventfinder.co.nz to find out when it will be happening at your local library. Thank you to bensound.com for their music. I'm your host, Courtney Archer. I'll talk to you next week on Court Zone. Goodbye.